Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, hello. I am um, coming at you live. I'm so excited. Um, you might be seeing this here on the Facebook or Instagram or on the podcast. I'm just so excited you are here. As you know, so you might see me looking like a thousand different places because why not, right? Uh, I like to keep things interesting. And again, you guys look at my fancy materials that I've created for you. I'm so excited. You guys, the last two weeks, can I just say that I've had 2,400 views? Yay! I can't believe it. It is you are helping me spread the message about the cycle of courage and why it matters and just my mission to help women and men for the everyone overcome perpetual overwhelm, constant guilt, or even lack of purpose to create a life that is full of joy and peace. Here's the deal. We don't teach people how to manage their brains. We don't teach people how to feel. We don't. We just don't. We don't teach people um, how to overcome all their self-created fear. But I want to help. If there is one thing that you take away from these sessions, I want you to know that change is possible. It truly is. And and you change by changing your brain. So I've created the cycle of courage, um, which look at this. I've really, let me switch around the Instagram. And for those of you that are watching this from a... Um, or listening to this on podcast, please know that this is available on my website. So you go to jessicastong.com and you will have access to this as well. Um, so I feel like the video is glitching. Is it glitching? Yeah, it looks, um, I'm going to see if that, um, what is happening? We'll see if that's happening in the big view. It is. But let's just keep going. Because why wouldn't we? Um, if any, I see that some people are watching. Can you tell me if it's glitching on your part? I might start and then start again. We'll just see. You guys will let me know. I'm sure of it. Um, anyway, um, so we have the cycle of courage. I no, we've been discussing for the last three weeks on these Facebook Lives. Um, it's good. And Kathleen and Emmy, yay, I'm so excited. And Connie, you guys, hugs to you. It's just on my end. So we've been discussing the cycle of courage for the last three weeks with our thoughts, emotions, actions, and results, the tear process, right? And we've decided, so we are, um, with the with the cycle of courage, we were at cognition. And last week, we decided to really um, how to take our actions um, that we'd like to, to, to use or to see in our lives and the thoughts and emotions that we need to get us there. So today, we are, I do want it, we are now moving to commitment. And we are talking through the three steps that you need 
um, to create an unshakable and courageous commitment together. So you're going to need a journal, piece of paper, anything, um, anything to be able to talk about this. And look, you guys, could I be any fancier? <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so um, I want to first talk about why commitment matters. We know that achieving even the simplest of goals requires us to learn the meaning of commitment. Throughout our life, we are called to make commitments over and over again, whether it's personal, it's business goals, it's family goals. We realize that without committing, we can't achieve anything. We need that solid commitment in place. I mean, really think about it. Look at me looking over at the Instagrams here. Um, anything that you've ever achieved has sprouted from a commitment you've made, whether it's your marriage, your children, your job, your degree, your house. Just think about all those things. And I want you to ask yourself right now, what are some of the commitments you've made in your life? Were they intentional? Not always, right? And do you have commitments right now? So if you have commitments, I want you to list them if you feel comfortable in the comments. So, and I really, really see the work of commitments and which is why it is in the cycle of courage and why it's so important to my work and the work that I do. I really see um, the work of commitments as do as like training your brain, programming your brain in a way that delivers the results you want to you. And learning how to commit is not simply about making commitments, right? It's about keeping those commitments in spite of all obstacles. Your commitment is knowing that what you will do regardless of what happens and, and anything that comes up for you. So for some background, I pull a lot of what I talk about in the cycle of courage um, and also specifically in, in this area um, of commitment from acceptance and commitment therapy, which is really an action-oriented approach to like cognitive behavioral therapy, psychotherapy, um, and, and, and behavioral therapy as well. So clients learn how to stop avoiding, denying, struggling. This makes sense. We've talked about it before on when we were talking about how to um, achieve, like how to like deal with your emotions and Giovanna is going to reach senior golden plexus. You're going to do this, Giovanna and Kathleen, your commitments are to write every day and build your Instagram platform. I'm so proud of you guys. And I know you will do this and we are going to create commitments for you right now today. And I believe that anything is possible for you all Anything is possible for us. Our brains create what we want to see. And we know that we are being pushed. We are being called. We are being really pulled to all of this. So to get back to action, acceptance, and commitment therapy, um, we know that we struggle with these inner emotions. And when we accept these emotions, um, when we accept these emotions, we are then changed. And that we we understand that they're just these emotions are appropriate responses to certain situations. And we, this doesn't prevent us from moving forward in our lives. We really commit to making necessary changes in our behavior, regardless of what's going on in our lives. And really with ACT, acceptance and commitment therapy, you make a commitment to action based around your personal goals. What does that sound like? By taking the steps um, to change behavior, 
clients are um, learning to accept all the psychological experiences and they eventually change their attitudes, their thoughts, and their emotional state. You will see so much of what I've been teaching over the last three, three weeks and today here. But really, I emphasize the intentional work of changing on our thoughts and emotions to also create behavior change. So here we go. And right now, and this is so much information that I didn't mean to get into my psychological training here, but just so you know that this is this is the way it's going. And Emmy, amen. I, I love this. That's why it is to my a lot of my commitments, and we'll get to this, a lot of examples from my own life. One of my commitments was to not lose it on my children because this is the reality of what we're dealing with. So um, I am going to right now turn off my Instagram for a minute. Um, look, I never knew I could multitask like this. Okay, so all of this, all of this background information about acceptance and commitment therapy is really to, to show you that I've learned this um, from psychological experiences and training, but I've seen it time and time again with my clients. Once you've committed to something with the right support and scaffolding and plan, your mind truly becomes like a honing beacon. There are no more choices to be made. You just focus on what's in front of you. Like you, but you have to do the thought and emotional work to get you to that point. And really, when you truly commit to something, quitting isn't an option. And your brain will try to come up with all clever things to stop you from that. And this is why I like to talk about um, courage over comfort here. It's cliche. It's total cliche. I know, but it's true. When we commit to something, we are challenging ourselves to something bigger, something greater. And here's what your brain will do. I will tell you this. It will tell you that it it's wants things to stay the same. It wants courage. It wants, it wants, it just wants comfort because who wants to change, right? That is why change is one of the, the steps on the cycle of courage. And I've got to stop looking at myself because I'm like, Hey, <laughs> I got to focus, focus here. Anyway, change is messy and hard and your brain will just want to stay the same. Your brain will tell you, let's not do this now. I mean, like, who are we kidding? What are we doing? Let's abandon this commitment. And your brain will want to seek pleasure and avoid pain. I want you to think about this. How many times has this happened to you? If what your brain wants to expend the least amount of effort possible. This is the exact opposite of what we need to do when we are trying to evolve, when we are trying to, um, you know, really come into ourselves and have some sense of self-efficacy and development. And really, we need to hear that we can do this all the time, every day. You have to be prepared to lean hard into telling your brain a new message and your brain needs to hear you say no. It's like that. Like, I know it's so, again, we hear this, like we, you have to learn to say no so that you can say yes to other things. Bethany Phelps, yes, amen. And here, okay, so when I tell Theo no, 
I'm doing it because I want him to learn boundaries right and I want to keep him safe and not get hurt and and also because it makes him better behaved, right? Telling ourselves no makes us better, right? We're learning, we're we're training our brains, we're training how to develop new habits, develop new patterns. We have to understand how to use no to get what we want. By telling ourselves no, we are making ourselves better and we have to do it. We just have to. It it helps us get better results for ourselves. And if you're going to commit to something big, you're going to have to tell your brain no. You're going to have to hear your own no. And as we see it, again, when you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. Um, So in the comments, please tell me, or if you're listening to this on a podcast, please tell me if you have a hard time with saying no to yourself. And I promise we will get to this in another training with saying no to yourself and no to others because um, I, I struggle in this area and I want to think that I can just pile it all on. I can just do it all. Why couldn't I? So I have so much to say about training your brain and telling your brain no and why that matters. So um, because of our preference for courage, no, for comfort over courage, for action, really, most people wait to see what happens to them. Very few people develop the skills of committing, but you can. You can change your brain. It's never too late. I promise you, it is never too late, and I want to help you do that. Okay, so we're now at our second action item. Look look at me following an agenda, not free willing of my um, just ad-libbing everything. I want to talk about um, how to commit and what it means to truly commit to something. So most people come to me because they want a result in their life that they haven't been able to get. They They are trying. They hear so much about mindset and if they could just, you know, think positive thoughts, but they don't have a clear plan for action. There's no future thinking. There's no commitment to a plan. And it's an attitude of let's see what happens because I've tried so many things in the past and nothing's worked. And I just want to make sure that I I, I don't want to fail. Like, I don't want to fail. I failed too many times and it looks ridiculous. I also want to say something here that's a little bit controversial. Are you ready for this? When you don't make commitments, you are making a commitment to staying the same. You are making a commitment to just letting life happen to you. You are making a commitment to living your life by default instead of living deliberately. Giovanna, yes, having both problems saying no to taking on too many things and also problems telling myself no when I want to give up or slack up, Giovanna. I have the one of I have a, a talk just about this because I feel very passionate about this because this is my own um, my own journey and what I have been able to create in my life and I want you to have the same results that I've been able to create because I know it matters. Okay, so um, I know that on some level we all want something more for ourselves. We're all here. We're all on this Facebook Live. We're all trying to do the best we can um, with what we have. And when we're talking about deliberate and unshakable commitment, we have to discuss 
why we are compelled to commit to something. And really, this is the desire for what you want and the belief in what you want. And I always ask, and I mentioned this, I think, on um, the social media. I always ask clients on a scale of one to 10, how committed are you to these goals? Like, how much do you want this in your life? And they're, of course, excited about the possibility of being joyful again or finding their purpose or not feeling like they're living for others. Uh, Hello, moms in COVID or uh, being able to create what they truly want in their lives and finding the freedom to provide for themselves or others. There's numerous ways, you know, like results clients want in their lives. They're all fired up about the results they want to create. So often... Often I hear their desires like at an eight or a nine or 11, of course, right? So I want to ask you all sweet friends on the same scale, how much do you want to accomplish your goals or change your life or take the actions we discussed last week? If you're listening to this on the podcast, I want you to write it down. If you're driving to just think, think of it. And while you're doing that, while you're telling me on the scale of one to 10, how much you want these I just want to talk briefly also about um, really my heart in this work and where I draw so much information and research on hope and desire um, about accomplishing one's goals was the first from the first professor to give me a start in um, psychological research and psychology, really, Dr. Rick Snyder from KU, who I would argue is one of the founders of positive psychology and is just a remarkable man who lived every day with chronic pain and and just overwhelm and multiple surgeries and yet wrote this incredible work and did, I, I can't even tell you, I don't want to tell you how much research and how many participants he had because I can't remember and I don't want to misquote, but, um, and he's since passed. So my my textbook, the psychology of hope that he wrote, you know, is, is I have two copies, one for each boy, because of course they'll need them. I knew I would have two kids apparently, and I had two. Um, but anyway, um, Dr. Snyder, Dr. Rick states that we need both the belief and hope in ourselves and what we want to achieve, but also the way power, the path forward to get you there. So for many of us, we're ready to commit, but we don't have those two pieces ready yet. We have the belief in ourselves and our result, but we also need the support to find the pathway to carry it out. Or on the other hand, you have the the, the way to do it. Like you, you know this is gonna work, but you don't yet have the belief and support um, in yourself, like you don't have that. And um, I will do a, a talk on this. And it's one of my um, signature talks is um, why mindset isn't everything. So I always love to talk about this because um, a lot of times we are and and in coaching, and I think Dr. Snyder really pushed me into this, is that um, we show you exactly this is how you change your brain to change your life. And I, and, and we know you're capable of it. I know you're capable of it. We have a plan forward with the cycle of courage that we've laid out step by step. So there's not like this confusion and we get your thoughts and emotions to support the actions and the results you want in your life. That's why commitment is crucial to this work. 
It's one step of the cycle. And commitment, I want to say this, isn't like, oh, I'll wait and see what happens with this goal. I'll try to get it done. Commitment is I'll do this no matter what. And you have to do the mental work first to get to the point where obstacles don't stop you and you need a plan. So, um, oh, and this is where I like to use my favorite Henry Ford quote. Whether you think you can't or think you can't, you're probably right. You are right. Right? Like your commitment determines the level of success you will have. So we will help you change your thoughts and show you a path in coaching or right now with what I'm going to teach you. Your job today and every day is to stay committed. And we are going to find your why, your compelling reason that will drive your behavior. If you don't have a good reason for what you're doing, you're going to struggle, right? You must get to those thoughts driving your actions. And remember, this is an iterative process. So we're going to keep refining it. We're going to keep trying When you have a compelling reason for doing something, you stay committed. When your reason is without a doubt, compelling and clear, you're not going to question your commitment. You will face obstacles and challenges. I know this. And that is the nature of life, right? And you're just going to, you're going to have competing desires. My favorite is you're going to have to decide what it is you want. Do you want health or do you want sugar? Ah, Do you want success or do you just want to wait and see what happens to you? Do you have to decide what you want it is ahead of time? And we really, what we do in this is we remove no, we remove other options no matter what, even if you feel like you're truly justified. And I want to add this disclaimer. I I always feel like I'm always adding disclaimers. Now, when I'm coaching, I don't add disclaimers. I'm like, this is what we're going to do. Sometimes you will think you need to do something. You will want to do it, but you haven't come up with a very compelling reason as to why you think it's important. You will have to dig deep to find that compelling reason. And if that reason isn't there, you have to let it go. And this is where our training next week on connection, connection to yourself, really knowing yourself will play in and really matter. So let me give you an example from my own life. I truly tried every diet out there. I mean, who doesn't, right? And like, wait, I I started really young. I tried to muscle my way through with willpower and change. I remember doing the whole 30 diet and like two days in, I was drinking a sugary cocktail and I was like, oh my, I forgot I was doing the whole 30. Like, this is a joke. And this was my life. And the moment I, I mean, I used, I, I have training and behavioral modification. I tried willpower. I tried muscling my way to change, but I never stuck with it. And the moment that my compelling, my reason became compelling enough to change my behavior, I changed. So the moment that I needed to walk again with MS, like I needed to get my MS symptoms under control was the moment I changed. That it, it was the moment I fully committed myself to the outcome. And I see this all the time with my clients. They will want to lose weight to try to fit into an old swimsuit. But sometimes it's not a good enough reason for their brains. And your reason doesn't have to be amazing or impressive. It doesn't. It just has to be compelling to you. Whether you're compelled by fitting in your clothes and that really excites you and really matters to you because that matters. 
you're willing to commit to that, that is a good enough reason. It doesn't have to be like a noble reason. It just has to be compelling to you. So your brain, okay, okay, let's take an example of starting a business, right? You want to start something, but you don't have a good enough reason for it. You think "Ah, it might be fun. Is that a compelling reason? It can be. If you need an outlet, then let that be your compelling reason. What if it's because you are meant to do, like you were meant for more, you really feel that? That's a compelling reason. So, or it's because you want to be able to provide for your family and take your family on trips. Your brain has to buy in. I cannot provide you your compelling reason. No one else can provide you that. This is also where we get into limiting beliefs and beliefs about money, but that is for another day as well. Get ready, people. Um, We also, also, need to make sure that once we commit to that compelling reason, once we commit to it, what it is that we want to accomplish, we don't use setbacks or our own thinking to get in the way. We don't use setbacks as evidence that this result that we've committed to won't happen. There is so much more to commitment that I can teach you right now. We do what if, if then plans and so many other things. And remember, I really struggle not teaching you all the things because I want to give you all that I know because this this is truly revolutionary. But here's what I want to say. If you slip on your commitment, it is not the time to give up. It is not. That's when it's time to double down on what you've committed to. It's time to remember your compelling reason. You write that reason out time and time again to honor your relationship with yourself and and just to do the work. You're going to have to say no to yourself if you want to accomplish anything great in your life. So um, I, I will say this. One of my, oh, yes. When we get into creating our statements of unshakable commitment, I need to tell you that you can only create a few commitments at a time. We know that behavior change is slow and steady work. I say one personal, one professional, maybe one for your family commitment. Of course, some of us, you can guess who right here, want to make 80 commitments all at once. And I wanted to change yesterday. But as we know, again, we have to baby step behavior change. You cannot change in a hurry. It's not sustainable. And if someone tells you it is, like you can just change overnight, they they really, well, that's not kind. Like I was like, well, they really don't know what they're talking about. No, they just are, they just don't, maybe they haven't seen it. So, okay, so one of my past commitments was to be an advocate for Henry. No matter what I was learning, it was a time we were trying to figure out what was going on. We had so many things up in the air. And I mean that this commitment was very detailed of what it meant to commit to something. But it was a commitment I had. And now I've added new family commitments because this, this, I've added new ones, but this has stayed the same because it matters. And when you feel like you've consistently practiced a commitment, needed a habit, it's wired in, you can add something new. So are you ready? Here we go. It's time to create um, a, a statement. And Zodi, I love you. They do not know what they're talking about, obviously. Okay, so committing is the choice, people. Are you ready? You put your line in the sand. We are going to do this. Um, I am ready for this. We are going to make a decision 
we're going to commit to this no matter what, and we're not going to give up. So here's what I want you to do. You're going to write your commitments down now. We're commitment. We're going to do one. And we're going to do the three steps to this. And I should have written this out. Um, maybe I'll just do it. I'll just flip this little bad boy around. Are you ready? Here we go. So I want you um, to think about what you are going to commit to, what you are going to decide, what it is, the result you want to create. And you are going to start this with, I, oh, my pen's not working. <laughs> okay. Well, guess what? We're just, I'm just going to tell you. Um, I am 100% committed to fill in the blank. So I want you to tell me what you are 100% committed to. I want you to consider one area of your life you want to work on. Is it your health? Is it having a peaceful family? Just ask it, tell them, uh, speaking for a friend here, feeling more joy in your life. Is it pursuing your passion, finding your purpose? Um, is it starting a business or creating something like new habits? Uh, the possibilities are really endless. And I want you to think about one thing that you can do now, the results you want in your life. It doesn't have to be grandiose. In fact, make it easy for your first commitment so you can show your brain that you really can do this. And I want you to type in your the comments or write it down if you're listening to this on the podcast. I am 100% committed to fill in the blank. So I'm going to let you keep going. Um, and, and if you want to type it in the comments, that's great. Also write it down. Um, then the next step. So the first step is I'm 100% committed to. The second step that you're going to write down is I care about this because. And this is your why, your compelling reason that will drive your commitment you're going to rewrite it. You're going to write it a hundred times. You're going to change it until it's compelling enough for your brain. You're going to make it better each time. So Carolyn, okay, Carolyn is, I am 100% committed to more peace in my family. Oh, sister, it's like you read my mind, right? And you can do this. I know you can. You're making the commitment now. Okay, and I also want to say that, um, so Dr. Mitchell, uh, social psychologist um, did us did a research study and um, we know that and she found she found that people who write down their goals and I would argue commitments in this case because we built them so they're so structured here um, they are 39.5 percent more likely to achieve them if they write them down so Carolyn look at you 40 percent there so you've got this. Okay. And then people that have an accountability partner. Now you have to be careful because you can't like over celebrate ahead of time. Your brain will then say like, ah, we've already achieved that. So we're just, we're not going to go there. So you have to be careful on how you do this. But um, you then are for those that have tell someone, tell their accountability partner, you are 70% more likely to achieve your goals. So who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't like say, like, I'm going to make this easy. I'm going to make this work for me. So look at us, Carolyn, you're 70% more likely now. Uh, I love it. I'm so excited. So, okay. Um, Carrie, yay. Okay. I need to write more if I'm too technology or yes, we, so that is it, Carrie, that we are 
physically writing it out because it is the the process. And I can get into that some point because I'm so passionate about handwriting um, for kids and, and, and the way that we wire in what we need to remember and what we need to learn. And I can get into the psychology of that. But as you guys know, I get off track easy. So Carrie, so true. Write it down. It's it, very important. Okay. So I'm 100% committed to, I care about this because, and then if you want to, if you want to tell me why you care about what you are committed to, let me know in the comments, but you are writing this down if you're listening to this on a podcast too. And then step three, I do this by, here's where you're going to write down what you will do, the actions you will take. Remember, commitment means a willingness to be uncomfortable, right? <laughs> um, so it's, so you're going to write this down. You're not you aren't pretending that there won't be obstacles. And this is where we do if then plans and we're going to do, but I want you to just right now, I will do this by, I do this by. Um, and you're going to tell yourself no and be uncomfortable. So I, um, I want to hear about your commitments. You can write all three, you can write one at a time or just one. So remember it is, I am 100% committed to, I care about this, because, and I do this by, notice it's the pre present tense. Um, so, okay, I want to do a model for you. Uh, let's say someone posted this in uh, my social media. So I wanted to really touch on that so I didn't miss it. And if you guys have any questions and want me to run a model, like the the thoughts or like the, the commitments, the three-step commitment, what you want, the results you want, put the result in the comments and I can go through it for you. Um, but I, I, I promised I would get to this. So let's say this person has high blood pressure. They're taking the medication. It's not going down. They've upped their medication. It's been a long process. And the doctor has said that exercise is what is the next step, what they need to do. But they can't. They've tried. They fail. They just feel like nothing ever works for them. This is the direct words. Nothing ever works for me. And how many times have we all felt that? Like how many times have we given up before we even start? Because it just feels too overwhelming. And commitments feel like no one likes a New Year's resolution. And that's what it like. But we're structuring it differently. And we are telling your brain that you are worth it. You need to make commitments because you are done living your life by what happens to you. You are showing up now because you're ready for more. Okay, so um, they've tried everything. So they've decided that their compelling reason, so I messaged them and I said, well, what's your reason? It's to get healthy for their kids so that they don't have, you know, a heart attack or stroke or all the bad things that could happen to them. Or even like they brought up COVID because people with, um, how, uh, what is it? extenuating health concerns, circumstances. Obviously, I should be in the medical profession, right? Um, they, they need to get this under control. That is their compelling reason. I care. And, and so we talked about that, or even they said living long enough to see their grandchildren. So you choose what your brain's going to be okay with. So they're going to say, I'm 100% committed to exercising to improve my health. 
I care about this because I want to enjoy time with my kids and be able to play with them. I don't want to get sick. I'm, I'm tired of my life. And then we say, I will do this by, and this is where they're going to say, I exercise three times a week right before I start my workday. So you're going to be very clear when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. I lay my exercise clothes out the night before and put them on immediately. When I get up, I will start by walking one mile and add half a mile every week. There is no chance that your brain can be confused about what you're committing to. And sometimes um, we will be like, oh, I don't want to do that because I don't want... What we are doing is we're training your brain to believe in your yourself, believe in your ability to, to create something and to carry something out. So I want you to do this exercise and then I want you to prepare yourself for this commitment. You're going to think about the thoughts and emotions you need to really follow through on this. And this is where you're going to write the thoughts you have now, and you're going to reframe them. It goes back to week two. Hi, Lisa. It goes back to week two, is that you're going to look over your thoughts. You need thoughts and emotions to create the commitment you want. And if you are doing that, so like we're creating a plan, we're doing that, we're writing it down, so we're 39.5% more likely to achieve it. We're going to tell an accountability partner, coach, someone who knows how to respond back. You are not going to tell someone who will say, really, do you think you can do that? Do you think that's a good idea? You're not going to tell anybody that is unsafe with this information. You are only going to tell someone, and you might not tell anybody, but you can tell us here. Hi, Debbie. You can do this. I promise you. So again, um, and the other thing, some of the thoughts I want to offer you that you can try on um, and see if they work for you. So some of the thoughts, so you're going to write your commitment. Um, I am 100% committed to, I care about this because I will do this by, and here are some of the thoughts you might need. I can do this. I am capable of this. I am courageous. I am stronger than I know. And remember, I think you can see it behind me. Nope. I need to move the other way. And for those of you on the podcast, we are laddering our beliefs. So we're slowly building those beliefs over time to, to get our brains to believe the final thought we want. But we know that we can't just get there. Some of us can't say, um, I can do this right now. You could say one day I can do this or I can do this sometimes. So we're, we're building those beliefs, those thoughts of belief. And here's where you need to listen very clearly. You need to think the thoughts that failure is okay. And so many of you are like, I'm done. I do not want to fail. I want you to have the thought. I will take action even if I fail. You take action until the result is achieved no matter what. And so one of your thoughts might be, I might fail at some of these actions, but I will create the result I want. So you're going to keep going. I, you can think the thought, I don't know how many times I need to fail at first, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to fail as many times as possible to get the result I want. You're just going to keep thinking these. I will not use failure as a result, as an excuse excuse to give up on my result. 
Okay, so finally, you guys are gonna do this. I know it, I know this is possible for you. If I wish I should um, like give a tour um, and you can see the, the commitments I've made, how I've made them to myself. You know, one of my commitments was showing up once a week on um, on Facebook and doing lives, trainings. And so I have made it a goal to get to 2,500 views. I'm at 2,400 views on the last two um, videos, which is awesome. And I'm not going to stop. Like this week, I will get to 2,500. And then I'll just increase it like that that seemed unreasonable that seemed like a lot to me and now consistently showing up has I have taken the actions that I committed to and I'm getting the result I want and my brain is not going to stop me my thoughts I'm creating the thoughts I need to think to achieve it so I want you to put your commitment up somewhere you'll see or everywhere you need to see you're going to rewrite it as much as possible. I re rewrite my commitment every day along with the thoughts I need. Um, but it, it really is you do you, boo. So don't think you have to go all in. Just put it up somewhere on your bathroom mirror on a post-it note so you see it. It's a touch point. Okay, you guys, I want to hear about your commitments. I, if you don't feel comfortable emailing that or like, commenting, or if you're on the podcast or listening to this on the replay, email me stong.jessica at gmail.com and tell me your commitments. 70%, thanks to Dr. Mitchell, you are 70% more likely to achieve them when you tell them to a safe person, a coach who knows how to respond appropriately. There are no strings attached, of course, just email me. Um, I want to hear those commitments because I know you can do this. And here's the deal. Of course, here's my spiel. If you don't have a coach yet, I would love to help you. You can book a free discovery session on my website, jessicaston.com. It's like, I think middle of the page. I don't know. I want to see if I'd be a good match for you, if we could really work together on this. I want to help you get your commitments and your thoughts and emotions so rock solid that nothing will stop you because you are worth it. You are worth so much and you need to start leaning into your passion and your purpose. And I know you can do it. You are worth the time and effort. And I know that change is possible and it's never too late. Take me, for example, you can do this. I know it. So please, again, send me your commitments. I'll say it one more time. I am 100% committed to, I care about this because I do this by. You guys, you've got this. Have a great week. Debbie, um, I'm working on committing 100% to my cookie business and I'm making it more successful while I'm working full time. Debbie, this is amazing. And why do you care about it? Your compelling reason, you write that down. I am so proud of you. You are doing the work. You all are doing the work. And here's what I can tell you. Uh, Lisa, you are worth it. We are all worth it. And it is pivotal because so much of what we have operated from are limiting beliefs. We have been told we aren't enough. We're not good enough. Like from, from childhood. And we've carried those through into adulthood with us. And they have been 
just they bring us down. They're scary and sad and create feelings in us that we are that are no longer serving us. So I know that you can create thoughts and emotions that will serve you and that will bring you what you need in this world. And Joey, hugs to you. Oh my goodness. I just I love it. You guys all, I am here for you. I show up every week um, because this matters to me. This information changed my life. It has changed so many lives of the clients I've worked with. And from the past psychological um, experiences and training of, of the people that have taught me, I honor them by teaching you. And I'm so grateful that you showed up. You're showing up you know that you are meant for more. So make a commitment today and email me those commitments because I can't wait to cheer you on. Okay, you guys have a great week. I will see you back next week when we talk about connection. And there are three connections. We talk about emotional, social, and spiritual connections. And I know that this is what we need right now because we're so busy, even though it's, like Corona, but we feel overwhelmed and we're doing all the things and everything feels crazy. We are going to take 45 minutes to connect in and do that work and show you why it is a vital piece of the cycle of courage. You guys, thank you so much. I'm so excited. Have a great and courageous day. You are worth it, sisters and brothers. See ya. Bye. Hey, it's Jessica. I just wanted to quickly, um, before we go, I wanted to invite you um, to start coaching with me. I know that there is so much going on in this world, and all we want to do is take control of our lives to feel more joy and more peace. And really, what we know is that someone outside of the stories you're telling yourself, someone outside of the narrative and the thoughts in your brain, someone can help you walk through this time. I want to be that person. I would be so honored to help you. We get to create the habits to help us feel good and rewire your brain. And really, you don't have to live in chaos anymore. You don't have to feel overwhelmed. You have the key to your own joy. And I want to help you with the tools to unlock that joy. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm offering individual coaching practices right now with payment plans. You can try this out for one month. So book a disc free discovery session on my website, jessicastong.com. You can um, really just look into what I do. There is no obligation in these free discovery sessions. It's one hour of coaching consult to discuss what we can do together. We can do this. There is never going to be a better time than now. So do this and watch your life change. I'm so excited for you. Um, again, I can't wait to work with you. And um, if you have any questions, you also can email me at stong.jessica at gmail.com. Thanks so much. See you next week.